Stevenson University Online is a leader in forensic education for law enforcement, legal, and cyber investigations. If you are preparing for career advancement or career change, investigate our online master's programs in forensic science, CSI, forensic accounting, forensic investigations, and cybersecurity and digital forensics. New online sessions start every eight weeks. No application fee or GRE required. Visit stevenson.edu slash online. The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theater in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple, featuring D.C. superstar Nova Y. Payton as Seeley and the voices Frenchie Davis. The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theater. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome back to the Remain Seated podcast. I'm Gina Barberi. I'm here with my son, Festus. Thanks for tuning in. I, I say welcome back. Like, I'm assuming people have listened to other episodes and they've decided to come back to this one. If they haven't, they should definitely go back to the other ones. <laughs> Maybe this is their first one. Yeah. So welcome, first off, if this is your first one. Uh, today we're going to be talking about radio. It's the family business, Festus. It is. We're going to talk about the future of radio, maybe a little bit about how I got into it and where I think it's going or where I hope it's going. Um, this is going to be happy. This is going to be sad. I, I we're mean, going to feel a lot of emotions today. Yeah, we're going to run the gamut. Um, you know what an emotion is? Sexy. <laughs> it's not really an emotion. I want to thank Black Velvet Boutique because actually we probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if Black Velvet Boutique hadn't said, hey, if you ever do a podcast, we'd love to sponsor it. So thank you, Black Velvet Boutique. They're in Clearfield. Right now they're at um, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, but they're moving. And they're having a moving sale. They're going to liquidate a lot of their inventory so they don't have to pack everything up and move it. And you can be the beneficiary of that wonderful sale. Um, just mention Gina when you go into Black Velvet Boutique and uh, say you heard about it on the Remain Seated podcast. And you'll get uh, a discount on their inventory sale. You can save, gosh, like 50% or something. Wow. And uh, and Festus, even you, I would like you to go to Black Velvet Boutique. See, I think this podcast is about us being able to have these kinds of conversations <laughs> and talk about Black Velvet Boutique. Because you're an adult and I want you to have healthy relationships. And and, and they help support they that. They do. So thank you for helping me, Black Velvet Boutique, get over talking about sex with my son. So... <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it any more than that today. Probably in a future podcast, we can... We can bring that up. Talk in, about in it in more a little, detail. A little more. So, like I said, this is the family business radio. And maybe I need to explain to people why that is. Your grandpa, Papa Barberi, Tom Barberi, um, started out in radio in California in college. And he would tell you, and sometime I'd like to have him on the show actually too. Yeah, I think that would be fun. I think he would enjoy that. Um, he had a friend whose dad owned a radio station and he it's all about who, you know, it is. No, you got this job based solely on your expertise. There's no nepotism. (laughs) 
I applied. I interviewed. I, I, I interviewed 100 people, and you were the most qualified for this. It position. was just a coincidence. But he had a friend whose dad owned a radio station, and he thought, oh, it'd be fun to be on the radio. And he ended up being good at it. He didn't set out to do that. He was a, a football player. He was a wrestler. He was a, a jock. And radio just sort of fell in his lap. And he moved to Utah when I was three years old and did radio for 36 years here in Utah. I didn't know it was that long. That's crazy. And so I grew up, much like you did, with, with a parent on the radio. And he did a show. Initially, it was a music show where he would just sort of talk a little bit in between, but... It, yeah, it wasn't a talk show or anything like that. But it morphed into one. Okay. And I think I learned from an early age a lot about local Utah politics and stuff just from listening to his show. And I don't know that I would have listened to that if he weren't my dad. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think a lot of kids your age would have been exposed to that had they not, you know, been around that environment. Now, when you were little, I had the rule that you weren't allowed to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, not even on my way to school. It was, was that off was that wrong? I don't think that was wrong because it is. I mean, you hear the the liner at the beginning of every Raider from Hell show. Parental discretion is advised, and you used your parental discretion because I would talk on the radio in a way that I wouldn't talk to my little kids. Yeah, and and I wanted you to be able to be yourself because that's why people listen. You didn't care about that. Now I look back and I realize that if you knew I was listening, you wouldn't have said I would some censor of the things, myself. Which is bad for your business. It is. I mean, now Bill won't censor himself. I think Bill talks about himself exactly the same on the air as he does when he's at home in front of his kid. He doesn't have any different way of talking. Radio Bill's regular Bill. Yeah. But I, I think there is a distinction between Radio Gina and regular Gina. And and mom Gina even and mom Gina and you've there's seen, a lot of different Ginas you you get to know your mom in different ways now I know we interact at <laughs> several different capacities we talk about black velvet boutique and stuff but so so I I didn't let you listen which I never had that directive from my parents when I was little oh and I, I think you let me start listening when I was about sixteen or so or started high school probably yeah and was that weird. No, it wasn't weird. I mean, obviously, I had listened in the past, yeah. but you just didn't know about it. But it wasn't like I hadn't heard the show before. Yeah. But I think the difference when I was little is I had a big stereo in my bedroom with big speakers. And you wake up first thing in the morning. You have a couple of different radios in your room. You have a clock radio on your nightstand. So is that where your alarm's at? Your alarm is on your clock radio, mm -hmm. so it goes off. And Does it so, make phone calls too? No, no. You, phone. Got, you got Twitter on nope, there? No, it's oh. just it's a clock, and then there's a radio attached to it. Wow. And so you wake up in the morning, and the first thing you hear is you could either set it to eh, eh, or you could set it to the radio, and your favorite radio station would come on. That's a much more pleasant way to wake up. And it might be your favorite song. It might be your favorite radio show. You don't know. Like like you, you put things on your phone and you, you hear exactly what you want to hear when you want to hear it. Yeah. We have absolute control. You never tune into a song halfway through and go, oh, I missed the beginning of the song. Now I got to wait around till they decide to play it again in an hour. No. We you don't know what that's like. No. I, I, I only live in a world where I can 
listen to and see anything I want at any time because there's a computer in my pocket. I mean, it's the same way with TV. We used to have to look at the the little book, the TV, the TV guide, guide, and yeah. it says Little House on the Prairie is on at 7 o'clock on Thursdays. On Channel 7. <laughs> and you you had three channels, but if you wanted to watch Little House on the Prairie, which when I was little, Grammaire, the Sainted Mary Claire, would only let me and your Aunt Mikkel watch one TV show a week. Like one... Like in the evening, like okay. on a school night like kind of thing. Like for a half hour, yeah. you could watch an episode of Little House. Of Little House on the Prairie, 7 o'clock. But if, say you get stuck in traffic, say you're... <laughs> what about your DVR, Mom? No. And, and the Little DVR House... It? No, it, it starts and you miss... You don't know what Nellie Olson's up to today because you missed the first five minutes of the show and you'll never know. You got to read it in the paper tomorrow. But I grew up in a different time where that was the case. And radio was a big part of my life. I would wake up to it. I would listen to the radio while I got ready for school. And then you get in your car and you listen to it. But you're listening to whatever is live. It's not, you're not, the only thing you're choosing is the station. Yeah. We had a lot, or we, I say we like I was there. You had a lot less freedom to choose when or what you listened to or watched. Yeah, you, you were grateful for what you have and i wonder if people were more loyal to their radio stations back then because you relied on it so much i can't get this music anywhere else i'm not going to go out and buy every cassette which is what it would have been back i'm not going to buy every cassette of every song i like that i hear on the radio nobody did that yeah you can't so you have to hope that this radio station will play all of the music that i like Mm -hmm. and what we used to do This is turning into in my day, but you take a blank cassette and you would record like an hour or two off the radio. Just straight through your radio, you just pop it in there. You just put the cassette in and you could just record whatever was coming through on the radio. And that's how, if you wanted to listen to one of those songs later, that's how you would do it is you had a recording. And I have people that did that of me when I worked at KJQ. I think I've heard some of those. I think they've transferred them to, to digital. That people would get up and record just straight off the radio. So you would hear the, the disc jockey talking in between the songs, which is kind of fun because like you'd hear ads for things that aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there used to be ads for this. Um, Oh, some call service. It was so you could call long distance, but you had to call this number before you called long distance and it was cheaper. If you had to call somebody in California, you dial this 10 digit number and then you add the other numbers of the people you're trying to call and it saves you 50 cents on your call. There were ads all over the radio about stuff like that. And see, now you never hear ads like that. But so I I came up at a time when radio was an important part of my life. And I wonder about what that means for radio today because kids aren't growing up that way anymore. No. Everything is when you want it, what you want. And um, the whole live aspect of it, I think, made it fun. I think one of your favorite parts of radio is, you know, this is happening right now. Like when you do traffic, this is happening right now. Or you can have people call in and they can, you know, interact with you live on the radio. That's absolutely my very favorite thing about radio. If there's something happening in the news... And and Twitter's my best friend as far as this goes, because Twitter tells you what's happening moment to moment all over the world. We can stop what we're doing on the Radio From Hell show and address this thing that's happening in real time 
and people can call. And inevitably, you know, you've answered the phone in the producer's booth when this happens. Someone will call and say, hey, that's my uncle you're talking about. Do you want me to see if I can get him on the phone with you? You know, if it's some new story. And that doesn't happen when you're listening to, I mean, this is a podcast. But if you're listening to a podcast, we can't do that. No, It, it feels a little bit more connected, I think, when it's live and personal. And if you want to talk about what scares me about the future of radio, one of the biggest things is automation. Every- I think with a lot of jobs, sorry to cut you off, yeah. I think with a lot of jobs, automation is, is the scary reality of the future. Because when I first started doing radio, and for several years into it, you had to have a live person in the studio... Uh, it was either with CDs or we actually had records that we'd have to queue up on a turntable and we would get a playlist of songs that we were going to play. But there was always in the in the playlist, which I loved, um, an open spot for requests. So someone could call and you could just put that song in that request spot for them and you could say, hey, this is this is, you know, Brad working at the Maverick. He's there late and he really needs to hear some, you know. Red Hot Chili Peppers or whatever it was. Yeah. He's the only one up right now, yeah. so he can hear whatever he wants. And when I first started, I worked that late shift and overnight shift. And I had my little group of people that were working at convenience stores or garbage men or, you know, people that work odd hours. Yeah. And they would call in and, and I'd put them on the air and we'd talk. It was real. Yeah. Just just like with Radio From Hell in the morning, we do the check-ins. We have, you know, a group of five or so people that we recognize every morning that call in that are up at that time and listening and they call to interact and, you know, answer whatever question Bill has. And and that's fun. It's And local. I think it's fun for them. Yeah. It's live and local. And it scares me because I see radio going away from that. I, th- I think it is. Um, I think Dylan made a good point, though. There are podcasts. I mean, everything's moving to the Internet, obviously. But podcasting, you know, Joe Rogan, I listen to his podcast. He streams it live. When he has a new episode, he streams it live and he, you can interact. Obviously, it's not the same. But um, I think it's it's not really moving completely away from that. But I think it definitely is changing. Do you use radio at all? Separate yourself from you working here. But in your day-to-day life, do you use radio? No. The short answer is no. Um, The only time I ever use radio is, you know, if my phone dies in the car and I want to listen to music, I will turn tune into radio. That's probably not the right answer, but that's... No, no, I I wanted an honest answer. Yeah, no, that's the honest answer is no, I don't. I don't. Because why? Uh, Convenience, I think, is the biggest thing. Um, I think we're spoiled now with the technology and being able to listen to whatever we want to, whenever we want to. And so I think it would bother me not being able to choose exactly what song I wanted to listen to or what podcast I wanted to listen to right now, or be able to rewind it or fast forward it. Or I think that that freedom, um, I'm used to it. And I think a lot of people are. So that overwhelms wanting to know what's happening right now locally. Like if you're in your car, you would never say, well, I'm just going to listen to the radio just to see what's going on here. You would always pick your phone. It's okay. Don't tell me what I want to hear. I'm no, really I don't. Curious. I never do. No, I, I, I don't think that I would ever choose that. Not because I don't want it, but because I'd never really think about it. And when I get in my car, I don't really think about, I want to know what's happening right now. I just think about what do I want to hear? What do now? I want to hear right now? Yeah. So let's talk about the radio from hell show then, because that's available streaming 
So you could listen to it live on your phone. Mm -hmm. Or you can podcast it later. And I know we have people that do. Yeah. But the way the way you gauge success in radio is by ratings. And none of those mediums contribute to the ratings. None of the podcast, the the live stream. It doesn't count. No, it only counts if you listen to the radio. So so there's a debate, an internal debate always going on at the radio station of maybe we shouldn't make those podcasts available and maybe it will force people to listen to the radio. Because they're kind of a kind of a crutch because people that, you know, maybe don't want to get up that early. They can just think, oh, I'll listen to the podcast later. And and do you think you could change people's habits by doing that or do you think they just wouldn't listen? They'd find something else. I think it depends on the person. I think a lot of people would stop listening because it's. Like I said, it's about convenience, and it just would no longer be convenient for them. So here, so here's the future of radio, I hope. We produce a product. The product is the Radio From Hell show. We make that product available to people in lots of different ways. We have it live on the air. We have a podcast available you can listen later. We're doing a new thing now, the Radio From Hell Best Ofs, which are instead of if you don't want to listen to the whole show, you can just hear, you know, things that must go or. Yeah, that's all, all the funniest bits we cut out and we put on there. And and people are asking, are you going to put some of the really old stuff on there? And that might be fun for you to listen to sometime is we used to do a lot more um, like scripted sketch kind of stuff mm-hmm. that'll be available there. So having that content available in lots of different places so people can use it like you're saying, I want it, what I want, when I want it. Yeah, because ultimately what you want is people to listen to what you're doing. They want You want them to consume your product, whatever it may be. And I think it's it's best to make that as easy for people as possible. But with still maintaining that live aspect, I think is important too. Because I, I like still having it live on the air. And I think it's good that we have it available on podcast and you can watch it on video. And I think... It makes it very easy for people to enjoy it. What about things like Alexa and Google Home and? No, that shit just scares me. You don't? No, that I would. I never want one of those in my house. I don't because they're all no. They're always listening. Isn't that creepy? Yeah, the microphone's always on, and I, people are like, they only listen when you say the word. Well, yeah, that means the microphone is on, and it's always listening for I don't that trust word. It. I don't, I don't trust, trust it. it at all. And did you hear Facebook wants to put a camera in your house? I was going to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. Like that's always sitting there. Yeah, we're just recording everything you do. Why would you do? Why would anybody want that? I don't know. It's supposed to bring you closer to your friends and family. You, I, there's a certain point of interaction that I want to cut it off at. Like I, I don't need to see what you're doing. I don't want people to see what I'm doing all the time. I think we need to stop at some point because it's getting creepy. You know, you used to be able to not be gotten a hold of. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be fun (laughs) if you could have plausible deniability? There used to be a time where you're like, yeah, I've been trying to find Festus, and I called his house. He must not be home. He's not home, and I guess I'll try to call him later when he's back at his house. There's not. There's an expectation that that people can get a hold of you 24-7. Yeah, and if they don't, they get concerned. Yeah. If they call you and you don't answer, they're like, he must be dead. I think I've done that with you before. Well, yeah. Did you clean out your voicemail, by the way? Yes. Tried to call you the other day. This voicemail box is full. I don't listen to the voicemails. 
but I needed to leave you a voicemail. I know. Keep it clean. I will delete all of the voicemails. I got worried. Most of them are from people trying to sell me insurance. Oh, yeah. We'll delete those. Yeah. So let's see. <sighs> radio was supposed to die when TV came around. Video killed the radio star. But it didn't. No. But that was the talk. Oh, no. No one's ever going to listen to the radio. Now that you have something with pictures, no one's going to listen to it. But I think it. people just separated it as two different things. I don't think it ever replaced anything. So that's that's another question. We Our attention is pulled in so many different directions. You can watch any TV show you want right now on your phone, pretty much. Oh, yeah. That's literally, yes. Right this second, mm-hmm. anything. So, so you... You can listen to any podcast you want. You can anytime. We are not the product of opportunity anymore. It is convenience. So does that mean the really popular stuff is going to rise to the surface because people can look at it and go, more people are choosing that one thing over all this other stuff. They have access to everything, but they choose Walking Dead or they choose. Yeah. And, and that's why I think we need to make it as available as possible. So that people have every opportunity to, you know, listen to what we're doing. Is there too much, though? Yes. There's every, <laughs> everybody has a podcast. Everybody wants to do a TV show. There's, I, there's so much media. I worried about that with doing this podcast. Actually, I fought it for a long time because I'm like, that, there's just, there's too much out there. There's, is, are people really going to make, you know, and that's one of the reasons I want to keep these short. Because I think people, you only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You have other things you're doing. I... I, Gina Barbarian, am asking people to listen to four hours of my radio show already, Monday through Friday. And then now I'm going to ask for some additional time on your weekend or whatever. I don't want to wear out my welcome. Yeah. I think people that like you still want to tune in and hear what you have to say. I think anyone listening right now will agree. Do you, for podcasts, the ones that you listen to, are there celebrities or people that you're interested in that you listen to their podcast and you don't like them as much after you listen to the podcast? Like you think you know who they are, but then you listen to the podcast and go, oh, now that I've heard more of them, I don't care for them. No, I don't think it's ever changed my opinion of anybody. I think it's kind of um, helped me learn more about them, obviously, because that's it's a whole other side of them that you see. Because, you know, if an, an actor has a podcast that he does on the side, you know, you get to see more of their personality. But I don't think it's ever changed my opinion of anybody. Like, I like uh, I like Dax Shepard's podcast. Have you ever listened to that? I haven't, no. Does he do it with his wife? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Kristen, it's usually Kristen just Bell. him, but she's on it sometimes. But they're one of those celebrity couples that I love. Mm-hmm. I think they're cute and funny. And and so you want more of that? And you want yeah. to be able to listen to their and interaction? When I've, and I've, when I've listened to that, because anything else you see them in is a scripted something. Yeah, so they're not being themselves. Right. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. It's it's fun to get to, it's, but like actors, I know that you, people get to hear you be yourself on the radio because that's pretty much who you are. Yeah. But I think this podcast, I think podcasting allows more freedom. No, and, and I love talking to you, by the way, just to be emotional for a second. Yeah, no, just, this is fun. It's fun for me. It's fun for me to have an excuse to get you alone for half an hour. And, yeah. and I like that we can have actual conversations about adult things and be mature about it. We're not it. talking about sex anymore in this podcast. No, we are at Black Velvet Boutique. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so I think we've talked about the future of radio and it's got to include all these different elements. But I I'm curious what your role in the future of radio might be. Are you interested in it at all? I'm very interested in it. I think it's hard not to be when I've been brought up around it my entire life and I've I've gotten to know people in the industry and I've gotten to be really involved in it. Um, and it's fun for me. I, I enjoy it. Like if there came some opportunity for you to actually have a regular show on the radio, not a podcast, but a radio show, would you want to do that? Yes, I would do that in a heartbeat. Or a podcast, I would do... No, we're talking about radio. Yes, yeah, I would do it both. <laughs> you, you have a podcast. It's this podcast. Yeah. Because that, I would love that. I think you'd be good at it. I would very much enjoy that. I, I don't think I would want to do a, um, you know, play music all day. I don't well, think no, I, would, I would like a, a, like a talk show. Because that's that would be my question. Because you earlier said you don't really lis- listen to it. So what kind of show could you do that you would listen to, if that makes sense? Or somebody Just like you. Something like the Radio from Hell show. Something that's funny and topical and, you know, has the news and different bits. And I think that's fun. And I think that that's why the Radio from Hell show has lasted so long and has, you know, maintained such an audience is because it's enjoyable to listen to. Well, I would like it if you followed in my footsteps. Yeah. And Papa Barberry's footsteps. I think he would be proud. I think we should try. I don't know if we can do it next week. We'll have to see. Because he's, he's kind of homebound. so yeah, it's, it's hard good, for him to get around. Hard for him to get around. I'd like to figure out a way to get some equipment and maybe go to his house and record. Because I think we could continue this conversation with him. Yeah. And I think he would have a lot to say about it. He does. Yeah. And, and he misses it. He misses the outlet of radio. He, being as topical as he was when he was on and as involved in the news and not having some place to express that, I think is hard for him. Yeah. And so it'd be nice to, to bring this to him and give him an outlet for that. Okay. We'll try to make that happen. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this is the end of episode five. We're already at five. I'm tired. Let's stop. <laughs> This is a Remain Seated podcast with me, Gina Barberi, and my hopefully soon-to-be radio star son, Festus. You can listen to us on all your podcast outlets if you're on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, and uh, follow us on Twitter at Remain Seated Pod. And if you have any suggestions of things you'd like us to talk about, you can email me, Gina, at x96.com. Keep listening. Take care, everybody. Bye.